Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts on this Tuesday, 8th day of December of the year 2020. And I've got just an hour today. We're going to pack it in, though, from uh, 9 to 10 here with all kinds of uh, programming for you. And uh, coming up later in the week, Justice Robert Steigman, he'll be with us on Thursday. Of course, we've got this basketball game tonight, I've heard, against Duke down in Durham, North Carolina. We'll be talking about that, of course, later tonight. All of our coverage starting at 6.30. The tip scheduled for 8.30 from Durham. We'll be doing that in our virtual studio coming up tonight on campus. So we're looking forward to that. But on this particular show, we want to um, talk about Orion Samuelson, uh, the big O, as he's known across the Midwest and across the country. Uh, very uh, well-known farm broadcaster, of course, and uh, started at WGN in 1960. And he's going to be retiring at the end of this month after all those years at WGN. And a couple of guys that know him pretty well and have been with him, of course, and familiar with him are our own Dave Gentry, who's going to join us here in a couple minutes. And also Max Armstrong, who uh, worked with Orion and has been over these last few decades. We've got both of these gentlemen in studio. We'll talk to them about Orion, and then we'll hear from Orion himself a little later in the hour. And that is the hour today here with Paul Rudy on the money coming up after the news at 10. So we'll take our opening break. We'll talk farm broadcasting and talk about Orion Samuelson with some guys that know him very well after this on Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, 9.09 here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. It's Overcast Tuesday, December the 8th. A little ways out from Christmas yet, and 32 degrees here in Champaign. Ryan Dallas, the, reb, the website is ryandallasre.com. Guarantee offer they want you to take advantage of. Selling made simple, close within 21 days. The seller is in 1,000, not 100%, but 1,000% in control right now. The market is great for selling. Nearly 500 homes year-to-date, closed or pending. And make sure you ask Ryan Dallas about the Coming Soon program. It allows someone to be on the market without being on the market just yet. So ask him about that. Coming Soon program and the guarantee offer. Go to ryandallasre.com or give them a call at 217-351-4900. All right, Dave Gentry's working overtime here today. How you doing, How sir? You? Good. Glad to be with you. you. Pay any extra for staying No, past? not no. a dime. I check. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And we got Mac Armstrong, Max Armstrong with us. Brian, how are you, sir? You, good to you, see you. Good to see you. You know Gentry, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah it depends know. on where we are, who admits what. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's interesting. I normally, a normal year, would be in Durham, North Carolina yeah. tonight for the game. And, of course, you're living down there. Yeah, the weather, a little bit weather, south of weather there. Weather any different there? It's little... actually been colder the past couple uh, of mornings uh, with a heavy frost down there. 
Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a wind, so that that puts a bite yeah. into the air down <laughs> in that part of the, the countryside. But it can warm up. I think, you know, by the weekend, maybe like here, it'll be a little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I catch a front twice, as flying yeah. back and forth. That's <laughs> yeah. so much fun, you know. Yeah. Go, go through a storm on both ends. Yeah. So you're living in North Carolina, <laughs> yeah. near, near the grandkids right yeah, now. we've been right down now. there about seven, actually over seven years now. I've been going back and forth to do our television show, This Week in Agribusiness. Mm-hmm. And that's with uh, Solier. Mr. Solier. Mr. Solier is involved in that. He's been uh, involved since the very beginning with us. When did that start? Uh, We've been on the air. This is our 16th season. We started in 2005. Okay. And, of course, worked uh, with Orion Samuelson. We're going to talk about the big O here for a little bit. Just a uh, heartbeat away, as they say. (laughs) That's right. You know, 30 years ago, young farmers were saying, when's Orion going to retire? I'd say, who do you think you are, my wife? (laughs) They. That was 30 years ago. They were asking that when I started in 1998. So, good grief. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about Orion. When uh, Orion Samuelson, we've got a conversation with him coming up uh, after the bottom of the hour. But uh, when did you first meet Orion? I'll start with Max. I would have been in in the summer of 76, I think it was. I was with the Illinois Farm Bureau over at Bloomington Mm. at the time, helping build their network. And uh, back in those days at the Board of Trade, you know, the Board of Trade was a trading community of like 5,000 people when they were trading in the pits. Yeah. And uh, they'd have this big media dinner down in the soybean pit every year. And it was, it was a grand event, you know, cigars and uh, you know, all kinds of uh, yeah, scantily clad waitresses coming around. You know, it was a real, real forward-thinking bunch yeah. back in those days. Yeah, but, it was, and I remember I had office space on LaSalle Street, and it was pretty crazy. When everybody came fogging out of the Board of Trade, it was just wild. Yeah, and, and of course the bars like down there always did yeah. well. Yeah. And series and hmm. Sign of the Trader and, uh-huh. and some of those places. You know, it, it was a tough business in the commodity world, and many of those people listened to us. That was the neat thing when I went to work with Oregon, that we, we had so many of those folks who set the prices for the world who listened to us. And I think it made us a little more careful about the way we presented the news that we presented on the mm-hmm. station. And Dave, you first came across Orion? In 98, right after okay. I started here. Okay. And of course, that was back in the heyday of the Tribune network when they had, right. you know, just all kinds of money to spend. They had a uh, uh, they had a dinner over at the state fair one year for all the affiliates. Mm-hmm. So... Went to that, and Big O and I bonded then many moons ago. <laughs> I won't go into any And what is it you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, oh, I, I've been to Champagne. Yeah. <laughs> many times, young man. You know, I have an honorary doctorate from there. And he, justifiably so, and, yeah. and he's very proud of it. Yeah. It's, it is uh, something he, that he... Because he grew up in Wisconsin, right? He, he did. And yeah. uh, up in the Kickapoo Valley of Wisconsin, never really went to college. I think he went to the University of Wisconsin for just a few weeks, and he decided it wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. And he went to a school of broadcasting in Minneapolis for a short period of time and then went to work in small market radio, two stations, before he went to WBAY-TV in Green Bay. Which he, maybe he told you the other day. Maybe, no, I, I don't maybe. know. I, I, <laughs> I can't remember. He probably did. But uh, we'll have that conversation coming up after the uh, bottom of the hour. But I'm thinking about... Uh, and you guys have been doing farm broadcasting for a long time. Uh, how it's changed over the years, or has it? I mean, I know you used to, before the Internet, and you know, you'd have to get the corn prices or the bean prices. I know Dave would read them every morning here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but has it changed much, or is oh, it so, still the principles so the same? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. changed so substantially because of the technology. And that's a, that's a great change for the producers, to be able to have access to all of that information at their fingertips. But 
we bring a personality to it, I think, that many of them welcome. They like to have the interpretation. <laughs> they don't mind hearing from a couple of old guys who've had the experience of covering farm bills before. I've, yeah, I think we're even more popular now that we're older. Shock, <laughs> shockingly so. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of respect, yeah, not much, not, a little not bit. Much. Yeah. Max Armstrong and Dave Gentry with us. We're talking about the great Orion Samuelson, who's retiring. Uh, he started at WGN in 1960, and he and Vin Scully, two of the people who had the same position with the same company right. for at least 60 years. Right. I mean, think about that. Yeah, and you know, one thing, it really helped me when I went to work at WGN. I was the youngest person on WGN radio by nine years when I started there. Is that right? I was, you know, when I got the opportunity to go up and join him, I was living out in Tawanda, you know, north of Bloomington. Mm-hmm. I was on the Tawanda Volunteer Fire Department for four months. We never lost a foundation while I was there. <laughs> I, mean, we, we, yeah. I was riding on the back of those old international fire trucks. Anyway... Uh, the fact that he was so highly regarded by all of the people behind the scenes. There were eight different labor unions in that building. Hmm. And you know, that was a, 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 an awakening for me. Oh, I'll bet know, it was. Because I was used to running my own equipment, being able to cut my microphone, being able to play the commercials myself. And it was very clear after I arrived there. I remember one of the stagehands. I had moved a chair on the set for the top of the morning show because I had a guest coming in, and I moved that chair. And Big Mike Cusick walked up to me later on, and he said, uh, <laughs> Max, I don't know if they've talked with you about this, but uh, we move the furniture here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, sir. That sounds kind of ominous. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Finley Vale. Well, Dave, that was true here. For Ed Bond talks about that. You've Absolutely. Been around long enough, yeah, they move stuff for me right and left. Usually when I didn't want it moved, but yeah. Moved a chair out from under you. <laughs> yeah, they've done that a few times, yeah. too. But even running an audio board, you, yeah. as an announcer, you weren't allowed to do that. I mean, somebody else had to. No, yeah. we uh, we did that then, but it had only recently changed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it it was that way until the mid-90s around here, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I came in in 98, it was pretty much was pretty the much way it, it was when you came in a couple of years later. When it is now. Yeah. yeah. But those people behind the scenes had so much respect for Orion. When I got there, it was easy for me, much easier yeah. because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they liked they liked Orion a lot, and I could see that. And mm-hmm. uh, so they'd say, okay, kid. Is how you do this. They didn't mind showing me, yeah. which was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Three five six nine three nine seven. If you have any uh, memories growing up listening to Orion or, or Max along the way working with Orion, and of course Dave Gentry here has been on for many years now, twenty plus years uh, here in this building and elsewhere in Champaign. Three five six nine three nine seven. The text line is three five one five three five seven, and you can email us talk at wdws dot com. Now, Max, you've done the uh, you did a morning morning show with. Orion, or how, how did, what was your schedule we, with him? We what? were both on Channel 9 in those days doing a show called Top of the Morning. We would do it on the same set where uh, Ray Rayner did his morning kids show. And that uh, I think I think the News Nation thing originates out of that studio now, if I'm not Is mistaken. Right? The same okay. studio out at 2501 Bradley Place, 15 mm-hmm. blocks west of Wrigley. And so, uh, you know, we did that show for many years. And uh, I think Orion had been doing it for 15 or so when I got there. Hmm. You see, he got there in 60, and I didn't get there till until actually 1977, the fall of 77. So, uh, yeah, he had, he had a good head start by the time yeah. I got there. <laughs> but his first, I don't know if he told you, his first broadcast on the air was in central Illinois. 
I hmm. think I think it was Anchor or Gibson City for one of the M&W power Is shows. That right? He was actually introduced at an M&W show up hmm. in that uh, Gibson City area. Wow, not far away at all. You didn't know that, well, yeah, did no, you? No, I did not know that. Yeah, that's that's uh, fascinating to think about. Now the uh, the the uh, U.S. Farm Report. What started in the mid-70s. Yeah, started, was he that, started was that, that his, 19, Was that his brainchild? It was, but he didn't own it. He started okay. it in 1975, and we built up the audience significantly up to uh, 2005, and Tribune sold it very successfully and profitably. And we started our own program then. Yeah. This Week in Agribusiness, so, seen each weekend uh, across America, <laughs> including the great stations in Champaign. That's right. Well, he must have seen something, Dave, that uh, they needed a TV show for the... For farmers like yeah. that back then. Yeah, they know. did. He had a lot of vision, I think. Oh, he really did. And he commanded so much respect and has through all of these years. The voice is part of it. It's a mm. powerful voice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a public address system when he's out outside. <laughs> yeah. and, and I've said this many times. It was true. The engineers really had to ride gain on the two of us because he was so hot on the microphone. And I'm, I'm so soft, as you can tell. You know, I, I, I see Brian looking at his meters. He says, gee, i gotta, I got to raise this guy up a little there bit. There is a little red there. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> visiting with Max Armstrong and Dave Gentry. We'll take a break here. We'll come back with some more. Uh, we're just talking about Orion Samuelson. We'll have a conversation with him coming up after the uh, bottom of the hour. And we'll continue with more here on Penny for Your Thoughts in just a moment. All right, don't forget Illini basketball tonight at 8.30. Well, coverage will start at 6.30. Illinois at Cameron Indoor Stadium. They won there 25 years ago. We talked about that yesterday a bit with Lauren Tate and Jerry Hester. We had Kiwan Garris on last night on the show in regards to that win at Duke. And Illinois looking to uh, play in the Dukies for the first time since Maui 2007. Max Armstrong is with us. Of course, noted form broadcaster, radio and TV. Worked with Orion Samuelson, who is retiring. Dave Gentry, our own, of course, ag director and morning show host here for many years now. How long have you been doing the morning show? Ten years. Is it ten years? Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. That flew by. I couldn't by. believe it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me ask you uh, about the um, farming economy here locally. And, of course, you cover the national scene, too, as Dave keeps an eye on it, too. But uh, how do we do this year of COVID? Well, I think you know it's highly variable depending on the commodity and who you talk to and where they are geographically. Let me give you an example of this. I have some friends who produce corn, soybeans, pumpkins, tomatoes. They have an agritourism farm. They're, they're commercial corn mm-hmm. and soybean growers, to be sure, but they are close to a city, and they can take advantage of that, that uh, what has been this year a captive population. One of their grandkids went on TikTok and posted something about the sunflowers that you could come out and see and have your photograph taken by the sunflowers. 80,000 people did Wow! over a period of 25 days. Huh. $5 a piece. Yeah. yeah. And that adds up. That's amazing. But, you know, for, for corn and soybean growers, you know, I think it's been a remarkably good year because we had a tremendous harvest season and a market that actually went up during harvest. Yeah. That's, that is really mm-hmm. remarkable. Mm-hmm. And then you put in with that payments from government programs, the regular farm bill payments, and then uh, you have the uh, the trade war. There was another round of payments under the trade war back in February, and then two rounds under what they call the CFAP program. I think the enrollment is for that is ending this yeah. week sometime. So you put it all together, truly farmers need to be having that visit with their accountant right now about you know whether you you buy some things now or get rid of some assets now. I mean, there's some things in flow here that really make it a different mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. 
And locally, Dave, I know you keep an eye on things here locally. How, how well, are we doing here? Actually, we had a way better year than we expected, mm-hmm. how, it, how it ended up turning out. But I was looking at that Dean's Food story this morning. Yeah. Did you see that? That was crazy. They're coming after. They're coming after the milk producers, and they've got enough problems the way it is. But they're saying, hey, that money that we paid you for your milk two months ago, uh, we want that back. And they're going, we don't have it. That's already part of the operation. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. American yeah. Farm Bureau says they're going to step up and help yeah. defend the farmers on this one. But that'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see. But, you know, and, and we saw images back in the spring, you know, of dairy farmers dumping milk. There were some real whipsaws in mm-hmm. the, uh, the chain, the food chain, because of the loss of the food service industry. Food service accounts for, what, 40% of the meat demand, something like that. So everything had to be retooled to serve the supermarkets and home delivery. And that was what happened to the dairy business, especially yeah, with cheese. Because there was some real concern back in the spring. Oh, People huge. started talking about food supply, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know. You know you would, you'd go to the supermarket and the dairy case was empty. You think, wait a minute, I've never seen this in my life. And I'm a 67-year-old guy. I've never seen this yeah. before. Absolutely. Well, it was the one thing, though, just having the corn and the soybeans and the other crops go in the ground in the year of just nothing is normal. At least that was normal. And we had a crop, yeah. and we had a harvest. I mean, that that was kind of reassuring to someone like me, a farm boy, right. to yeah, see exactly. that happen. You exactly. Know what I mean? And you know, one blessing for farm families, Brian, many of them had their kids at home where they were doing some homeschooling, but they were also able, more readily able than ever, to help with the planting of the crops. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was one thing that uh, many farm families really enjoyed. And, and many families, I think, have, have had certainly more togetherness. I've been around my granddaughters far more than I would have been otherwise. And there, there's something neat about that, to yeah. see them grow up. And mm-hmm. All right, got a caller here. Let's see. Uh, Ron wants to jump in here. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Good. It is a pleasure to be able to call in and Max and Dave uh, to... Uh, to just talk about the old big O that we knew for so long. And I grew up uh, as a farm boy listening. And uh, as, as Max mentioned, I remember the M&W shows in Gibson City, Illinois. And I vividly remember uh, the big O's voice. And I can tell you when uh, he was receiving the Lincoln Laureate Award of Illinois or the Farm Bureau and American Farm Bureau Distinguished Services Award, Everybody across the country knew the voice of Big O, and uh, it was somebody that was an icon in not only Illinois agriculture, but U.S. agriculture for years, and uh, the knack he had for talking to the general public about the food and agriculture was unique, and we all wished that we could do as good a job as Orion did. Mm. This almost sounds like Mr. Warfield here on the line. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> so, so, yes. you, so, so, so you did you know Orion, Ron? I knew him well. Yeah. Uh, I, as I said, I kind of grew up with him. I, uh, I was listening on the phone, and and as I was saying that uh, I was at the M and W show, uh, Max, when he was down here in those days. I'm in Gibson City, and then uh, uh, it seems like our lives crossed all of us. Back and forth, and particularly when I was at Farm Bureau, President of Farm Bureau for 10 years, why uh, he was uh, uh, always there, and, and the voice that he had was recognized everywhere. 
You know, you had to be a punk kid when he was introduced, Ron. You were very young then, right? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I think I was. But yeah. <laughs> that during the 60s, as you remember, the M&W show was quite the thing. And, uh, in fact, they were, the, the farms were real close to where we farmed, where they had those, and he was down for those. Uh, I can remember, I think I was interviewed with him as an FFA just locally, uh, I was uh, interviewed with him uh, a number of times, obviously, when we mm. got involved with Farm Bureau. So. Mm. Well, well, you know, it's funny. Everywhere you go, people will ask you, you know, about Orion. Hey, you're the guy who works with Orion. You're, you're on with Oreo Sandys, aren't you? And it's, it's neat. <laughs> Anywhere in the United States, Ron, yeah. that seems yeah. to be the case. That's right. Well. And it, they knew his voice. And I know when we did the, the Lincoln Laureate Award, all the people from Chicago said, oh, yeah, we got to give it to him because they knew his voice and were used to listening to it. You know, it's one interesting thing. Do I have time to make a quick point Yeah, here? sure. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much focus today on advocacy as farmers are talking yes. about their business. And Ron, truly, and you watched this, you saw this, and, and you alluded to this with the, the urban audience, Orion was the original advocate because he was talking about yes. farmers with their consumers years before mm-hmm. most yes. farmers realized they ought to be mm-hmm. talking about their business. Hmm. And and he was a model for how to do it. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he had a knack for being able to explain the complexity of the food and agricultural industry in very simple uh, words that the customers could relate to. Absolutely. Hey, Ron, thanks for calling in today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for the tribute to Orion. Oh, very good. Thank you. You're very welcome. Great to hear Ron's voice. All right. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. that call from Ron. Three five six nine three nine seven. Coming up in a little bit, we'll have a conversation with Orion Samuelson. That's just around the corner. I believe we have Andrea Darlis on the line. Andrea. Brian, Max. AD. What are you doing here? <laughs> What's up, rascal? How you doing? <laughs> Wait a minute. You're the rascal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I switched it on you. So, Andrea, how you doing? I am great. I am loving, loving your conversation and uh, the stories about Orion. I, I know we have a couple that we should probably um, keep to ourselves because I know it's a family show. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I say that in jest. What what a wonderful tribute that both of you are paying and, and so well deserved for a career that's just. You can't even put into words what Orion has done for for the University of Illinois for broadcasting. It's just uh, it's it's so to be commended. And for people that don't know, Andrea, you worked at WGN with these guys, right? I did. I worked with these guys for tw- almost twenty three years. Met th- met them in my teenage years, Brian. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and uh, you've turned into no, but- a f- you turned into a fine broadcaster yourself. So you must have learned something well, from these you. guys. I tell you, we really, we keep things in the family we do here in, in Champaign because I started my first, uh, one of my first internships was at WDWS under the former news director, the great Robin Neal, mm-hmm. who is now Robin Taylor and is now my boss at the University of Illinois. Uh, she's the director of public affairs, uh, but she got me all ready to go out into the broadcasting world and I uh, joined WGN in 1997 and as I said worked with Max and Orion until 2019 when I left to come back to the U of I to work now for Robin and the Chancellor. We had so many great Illinois interns who would come in and work with us in the farm department mm-hmm. and the moment that they would get there and start to feel comfortable they would start to decorate my office with Illinois crap. 
Because, <laughs> you're, because you went to yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. Be, uh, because I, Max went Max, to Purdue, right? Yeah. Yes. They'd put a, right. they'd hang Max, a pennant on my door or something, you know. We left. I remember Orin and I found um this is a, in the formative years of the internet in about twenty ten, twenty eleven ish, we found a brander. You know, you brand hamburger, hamburger or meat or steak with the U of I logo and put it on Max's desk. I don't even know if he remembers that. Or even branding iron, yes, I do. Tough. You guys were tough on me. The branding iron. <laughs> I have to tell you, though, not only not only were you guys a joy to work with, I mean, you just have become such treasured friends. And I remember in 2007, again, I don't even know if you remember this, Max, I was buying property, Brian, and I went to Max and Orion, and they, this is 2007, and they said, why don't you wait till spring? <laughs> 2008, markets goes down, 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 down. I bought a beautiful piece of property in 2009, and they both said, see, we told you to wait. <laughs> <laughs> One out yeah. of 100, that's not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Glad it worked out for the right person, Andrea. Right, right. Oh, God, I miss you, Max. Miss you too, Ken. It's great to hear your voice. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you, Andrea. Absolutely. P- appreciate Love it. you both, and you sound great, and uh, I hope to see you all in person at some point very, very soon, 2021. You bet. Take care. Thank you, Andrea. Take care, guys. Good to hear from you now with the University of Illinois, but for many years at WGN up in, in Chicago. Uh, I got a texture here that says, Max, have you heard about this agritourism farm Atkins is doing by St. Thomas More? Sunflowers, buckwheat, rye, bees, I think more than 15 crops. I hope this week an agribusiness comes out to see it. Hmm, I am not familiar with it. I need to know more about it. Okay. Yeah, I hope somebody so, will contact me. Just email me, max, at agbizweek.com, or you can direct message me on Twitter, Max Armstrong. That's easy enough to remember. That's right. Not Max Armstrong <laughs> 1. That's that's. Uh, Lance's kid. Okay. <laughs> He's about 20 gazillion more followers than I do. Yeah, 936. Uh, Chapin Rose, state senator, says, Great show. Tell those guys to keep up the good work from the Fighting 51st. Oh, The wow, folks in great. my world love Max and Orion. So. Uh, thank you, Chapin. Appreciate so, it. Always good to hear from Chapin. All right. A couple more minutes here with uh, Dave and with Max, and we'll get to our Orion Samuelson interview here after a break. Uh, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Max. Chris Carr here on this end. Hello, rascal. Call a well, hog for me. Flash. i just tell you what. Uh, you're uh, Orion, and you are a, a great friend. I had a flashback, taking us all back to 2005, mm. half century of progress at Rantoul. Yes, I was fortunate enough to be the announcer there. But, you know, I'm a hog caller, and it's not about me and hog calling, but i got to take you back and say that thousands of people wanted to listen to Orion and Max, Orion and you, Max, and uh, I was fortunate to be able to stand beside you both in uh, the first time that WGN broadcast on the Internet at Rantoul. I got to call a hog in front of several thousand people and Max Armstrong and Orion. So that's my memory, and that's, you know, that falls under the fun category, but wow, what a deal. Well, you've been what a deal, too. You've you played an important role in that show at Grand Tool, and uh, you always help well, guide you. people around there. It's, it's a neat event. Hopefully we'll get to do it again in 2021. But I just wanted to say thank you for what you do, and I'll let you go on. But uh, uh, it's really neat that, that Orion can uh, – I've heard him speak many times, like several of your listeners, and uh, he just interjects fun and, and puts a perspective on life that we all need to remember. Hey, very good, Chris. Thanks for the call. Good to hear from you, Chris Carr. Take care, sir. All right. Great hog caller, by the way.
Yeah, he was won a lot of years. Oh, yeah, yes. Springs. Not every year. No. Yeah, I think some of them have kind of jazzed up their calls a little bit. Well, I think they did. I think poor Chris just, you know, <laughs> got shafted. But that's a whole other story. All right, one more here, and then we uh, will take a break, and then we'll get to our interview with Orion. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Brian. Oh, I just love to listen to Orion. And I don't want to embarrass him, but I love his voice, and I have always just enjoyed him. And I just had to be able to say it, and I guess I just had my opportunity, and I didn't well, have any question. I wish I did. Well, very good, Zoe. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, Max uh, Armstrong and Dave Gentry, thanks for coming in here today oh, and uh, helping it. us remember Orion. Yeah, thank you. He broadcasts from all over the world, 44 countries, all 50 states. And I think, uh, what, he interviewed eight or nine presidents. It's interesting, the ag world and, and political, of ag. course, everybody gets affected by it, but he seemed to strike across all political lines and because we all need to eat. Uh, absolutely. Right? Several secretaries of agriculture. And, of course, his favorite phrase over the years is, if you eat, you too are involved in agriculture. Yep. Well, that's a very important that's part a of it. Great bumper sticker a, phrase. Thanks, Dave, for coming in. Glad I appreciate it. Very good. And thanks to Max. I appreciate it. All right, coming up next, our interview with... Orion Samuelson, the Big O, after the break. We are back on Penny for Your Thoughts here as we work our way through this morning's show and want to welcome now one of the great iconic voices of the Midwest and across the country in the world of agriculture. He's been a member of the Broadcast Radio Hall of Fame since 2003. He's been on WGN Radio all the way back to 1960, and we're thrilled to have him with us here for a few minutes. And welcome to Orion Samuelson. And Orion, great to have you with us. And I know you're you're getting ready to retire here at the end of December, but uh, just congratulations on a fantastic career. Well, I have been very lucky because of the audience I serve and because of people like you who I work with on radio and television. So thank you for inviting me. Well, you've been doing the same job. I, I looked it up, uh, Orion. Vin Scully did the Dodgers for decades, had that same job. Uh, you've had the same job, basically, at WGN, an agriculture broadcaster all those years. Um, what interesting you, what, that interesting. you mentioned Vin Scully, because the year I was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame, the inductee along with me was Vin Scully. And so I had the opportunity to spend an evening uh, with him and talking to him, and we sort of went over our career because I was agriculture and he was uh, sports with the Dodgers. So, yeah, it was an honor for me to get to meet uh, Vince. He's a great guy. I was wondering if you, uh, Orion, got to meet some of the great voices of the Midwest, Jack Buck in St. Louis, Harry Carey, I know uh, Paul Harvey, of course. Uh, any of those guys you run across? Uh, well, Paul, of course, was a good friend of mine for years because he came from ranch country out in uh, Oklahoma. And so uh, whenever he did a story that was specifically agriculture, he would generally give me a call just to make sure that he was doing it correctly and that he wasn't stepping out of bounds. And so uh, it was interesting because whenever the phone in the my WGN office would ring, and it was Paul. I would pick it up and say, Farm Department, Orion speaking. And his first words every time, good morning, American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Orion Samuelson with us. What a great story. Who else, uh, some of the other great names at WGN you've worked with over the years? Well, over the years, I've worked with uh, some of the best. Franklin McCormick, who uh, was ahead uh, of me on the Milking Time show in the morning. I worked with Carl Grayson, a great voice. I worked with Jack Quinlan. I worked with Ron Santo. I worked with Harry Carey who a couple of times tried to drink me under the table, but I stopped him before he could accomplish his mission. But uh, all great people, and uh, Jack Taylor and Virginia Gale and, uh, you know, you go and Wally Phillips, Roy Leonard, uh, great names in broadcasting who did what they do very well. So, Orion, let me ask you, did you always want to get into broadcasting? I, I read somewhere you were interested in being a pastor at one time. Uh, what, what got you into the radio end of things? Well, interestingly enough, a bone disease that knew I would not be able to do the heavy work of farming because I'm sure that my dad had planned on passing the farm, which was a 200-acre farm up in western Wisconsin, and I'm sure he had planned on uh, sharing that with me when he quit farming. But uh, I came out of eighth grade with a very bad limp in my left leg, and I had a disease called Legs Perthes disease. And uh, that tended to uh, decay the thigh bone and the hip bone. And so with that, I knew I couldn't do the heavy work of farming, but... My FFA advisor uh, said, well, you can talk, and maybe FFA public speaking is for you. And so uh, FFA public speaking in high school and uh, 4-H public speaking in 4-H clubs. So that's what uh, taught me that talking about agriculture is a lot easier than doing it. So <laughs> I, I quickly agreed. But, you know, the interesting end to that story, uh, as a, a boy on a dairy farmer, I'd get up at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning to go to the barn and milk cows with the dad. So I became a broadcaster, and for 40 years I got up at a quarter to 3 in the morning and drove to the station in downtown Chicago to do a program that started at 5 o'clock. So I ended up uh, putting in as many hours, but at different times, in uh, the work that I took on as a broadcaster. And uh, I decided I wanted to be a broadcaster before my voice changed, so God was good to me. He gave me some timber to my voice. So. <laughs> well, he most certainly did. Now, I saw somewhere, Orion, where you, were you on the air the day of uh, John F. Kennedy's assassination? Were you the staffer that read the news? I am. As a matter of fact, I have a couple of interesting stories with uh, Senator Kennedy because on the uh, election year of 1960, he uh, ran for president, wanted to leave the Senate, and uh, he came to Green Bay, where I was working on a radio station and held a news conference. And during that news conference, I asked a couple of questions dealing with dairy policy. And as the press conference came to an end, one of his aides came up to me and he said, excuse me, do you have some time you could spend with the senator when this finishes? And I said, well, yeah, I don't know what I have to say, but if he wants to talk to me, and he said, 
well, Senator Kennedy doesn't understand anything about agriculture and about dairying, and he's in the dairy state, and he, I think, like to learn a little bit. So after the press conference ended, uh, I went down to the bar at the Northland Hotel, met Senator Kennedy, drank a glass of scotch with him, and he drinks good scotch, incidentally, he did, and uh, we talked about dairying, and so that was my first experience with John F. Kennedy, and my last one was the sad one where I broke the story while I was on the air doing my noon program that uh, he had been shot, and of course, we didn't have much in the way of instant communication, so we watched Walter Cronkite on the TV set in the studio, and uh, so I carried uh, the bulletin, and then, you know, what do you do? You're talking weather from an agricultural standpoint, and suddenly you can't really do that anymore. So in those days at WGN, we had to have a union musician play any records that we played, and of course, he was out to lunch during the noon hour, and so... What did I do? Well, I went back to doing the weather, and then I repeated the bulletin, and it was a very sad time. And when we finally got the union musician back to uh, from lunch to play music, uh, I think we played music for 24 hours. So, yeah, I remember the day very well. It was cloudy and rainy. Visiting with farm broadcaster Orion Samuelson. He's due to retire at the end of the year here in December of 2020. Uh, did you get a chance to talk uh, with any other presidents, presidential candidates over the years? Well, over the years, I've had the opportunity to uh, interview nine presidents. I've had the interview uh, chance to interview uh, about 20 secretaries of agriculture. But then I can also say I shook hands with Fidel Castro and I shook hands with Mikhail Gorbachev and uh, many, many other people. I was in India with Secretary of Agriculture Dan Glickman on their, what I call, Fourth of July, which was a day of camel parades by the military of India and the opportunity to visit with farmers uh, who had learned a great deal from Dr. Norman Borlaug, the man who, well, the book is titled Saved a Billion Lives and a Hero of Mine. And so I had a chance to talk to a lot of Indian farmers and hear them talk about what great things that Dr. Borlaug had done for them. So, yeah, I've been very lucky. Uh, Dizzy Dean, Roy Rogers, Dale Evans, Gene Autry, uh, because growing up on the farm in Wisconsin, I never missed a uh, Western movie when it would come to our little theater. So, uh, yeah, I've had the opportunity. But, you know, some of the best people I've, I've talked to are the people who do the work and the people who do the farming and the food production and everything else. They are the real salt of the earth and highlights of everyone that I've talked to. I know, Orion, you've done a lot of television over the years, U.S. Farm Report. Now, of course, in recent years, this week in agribusiness, along with Max Armstrong, our friend, and also our friend uh, Greg Solier. Yes, who is a good weatherman. I taught him everything he knows about weather because I just hold my finger up in the wind and could tell what the 
direction of the wind was, but no, Greg is a great weatherman. He studies the uh, work that it takes to be a good weatherman, and he studies it from the standpoint of agriculture and what the weather forecast and the outlook means to the farmers and the ranchers of of America and the world, really. Well, and the the farm broadcasters are so uh, important, as you know, uh, locally here. Dave Gentry uh, covers it for us, and uh, just keeping everybody informed. (laughs) <laughs> Tell Dave hello, because, I will do that, for yeah, sure. Do that because when I'd come down for outdoor farm shows, uh, he would pick me up at the airport a few times, and so I had the opportunity to uh, to get to know him well and the work that he has done for farmers in central Illinois, and I have a great deal of respect for Dave. Mm-hmm. Before we let you go, Orion, uh, the University of Illinois uh, – Uh, conferred on you an honorary degree uh, back a few years ago. Just talk about, I know you're from up there in Wisconsin, but certainly uh, you made plenty of trips, I know, down to the University of Illinois. Well, I did because when I moved to Illinois and then later on got, incidentally, the only college degree I've ever gotten. I was a valedictorian of my high school class in Ontario, Wisconsin, and that brought with it a year's scholarship to the University of Wisconsin. But after three weeks at the university, I learned that they weren't going to do much to teach me how to be a broadcaster. So I dropped out and then never got a college degree till I got the honorary Doctor of Humane Letters degree from the University of Illinois. Bob Easter and Dave Gentry, and Bob Easter and... Uh, Sequin, David Sequin, uh, were the deans of agriculture during that time, and uh, thanks to them, I got a college degree. Mm. Well, Orion, before we uh, say goodbye, and again, thank you for the time today, uh, talk about the biggest issues you see uh, with agriculture today. What are some of the things you're kind of focused on as you watch closely here? Uh, The thing that concerns me a great deal, because I learned shortly after I got to Chicago that I had to change my approach. You know, I on the air I would say they work longer and they get up earlier and they work harder. And people uh, who I went to church with said, you know, I go to work early too and uh, I put in long hours and I don't get to see my kids during the day. And that taught me a lesson that, uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't talk about uh, the hard work of agriculture because People with different jobs do put in long hours and have hard work. And so that's one of the first things I learned. But I never forgot the job of educating people who don't really know or care where their food comes from. We need to say thank you to the farmers uh, uh, who put food on our dinner table and a roof over our head and clothes on our back and uh, now fuel in our tank. So I've been blessed with the opportunity to uh, serve some great people. Orion, it's been great to visit, an honor to talk to you, and good luck to all the best to you and your wife, Gloria, who's been by your side all these years. And uh, keep up all the great work uh, that you've been doing, and I'm sure we'll uh, hear and see you around at some point. I don't think you've heard the last of me, but (laughs) December 31, officially, I will no longer be an employee of WGN Radio. Thank you, Orion. Have a great day, okay? You're welcome. Good talking to you, and slap Dave on the back. (laughs) Okay.
Orion Samuelson. We'll come back after this. All right, 9.58 on this Tuesday. Paul Rudy on the money coming up at 10. We'll have an open line, a lot of open line time tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, we'll have Justice Robert Steigman. Don't forget our Carl Salvation Army Toys for Tots Toy Collection Week. You can help out News Talk 1400, DWS, Carl, and the Salvation Army. A couple of easy ways. You can Google Carl Salvation Army now for an easy link to donate online. On Thursday, you can drop off toys and or monetary donations at the back parking lot of WCIA. Channel 3 on South Randolph. The social distancing event runs from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., and we ask that you please add us to your to-do list this week. Also hope with Agriculture Talk, you'll check out the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Great steaks. Great day for a great steak today. Exit 4, Covington, Indiana, just inside the Indiana State Line. One of our great sponsors. Say hi to Bob and Bonnie Wright. Thanks to Max Armstrong for coming in the studio today and for Dave Gentry for hanging with us as well. And thanks to Orion Samuelson retiring at the end of the year. Paul Rudy on the money next. We'll talk to you tonight. Illinois basketball against Duke. How about that? Here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. The news next at 10 o'clock.